Hi, and welcome to the Spell It Out podcast. My name is Jessica Zweep. I'm the owner of Spell Fitness, an online health and fitness coaching program designed to help women who have tried everything and are tired of spinning their wheels and wasting their time find food freedom and navigate this busy, crazy, awesome ride called life. Here we're going to discuss food, fitness, faith, family, and hopefully have a little fun along the way. I'm so glad you're here and I can't wait to get talking with you. Welcome back. Uh, So we're going to kind of continue the idea from last week's, was it last week or maybe even earlier this week? I can't remember. (laughs) Everything blurs together. Um, The idea of owning your crap and self-efficacy, self-trust, self-responsibility, and just doing the things that you need to do. I heard, I can't remember if I heard or saw a quote somewhere that talked about compromising, not surrendering. Um, and that one, it, it, it hit hard. It struck deep, right? So how often do we have the best laid plans, right? You have, you sign up for a program, you're going to work out, this is going to be the one, and then you can't or don't or won't do one piece right, one piece perfectly, and so you surrender. You throw in the towel. I can't work out when other people work out. I can't make it to the gym. I can't remember to log my food. I thought that I would enjoy this, uh, you know, packed lunch and then someone brought in Chick-fil-A or donuts or pizza or whatever, cookies, brownies, whatever to the office break room. And I went off plan. And so then you just surrender, you just give up. And so what I want to encourage you is the idea of compromise. And I just started reading a book. It's by James Clear called Atomic Habits. I'm only like not even through the first chapter, but In the beginning, he talks about this idea of 1%, like the small changes adding up. So just be ready for me to talk a lot more about these kind of concepts because I think that they make such a big difference when we kind of realize what we're doing and can like see it for what it is and then start doing better. Um, So the idea, uh, if you're familiar with like compound interest, so you have so much money in your bank account and you earn interest on it every month. Well, you're going to earn more the more that's in there. And the other way around is it will quickly deteriorate to nothing if it was like negative interest, right? You were being, interest was being withdrawn and there were being no deposits made. Eventually you would run out of money. Now, it, the same goes for action, for habits. So where are the things, the little incremental 1% in your life that you can start to build on? Tiny things, right? Throw a protein shake in your lunch. Grab, up, go purchase a cute, you know, insulated water bottle and carry it with you every day. And just every time you sit at your desk, every time you drive in your car and get to a red light, take 10 drinks, 10 swallows from your water, uh, and aim to have it finished by the end of the day. Um, you know, set a step goal for yourself and try to hit it every day. If you typically only move 6,000 steps, try for 8,000, take your lunch break and go for a walk, uh, get your, move your bedtime up 30 minutes 
and read a book versus scrolling on your phone. Um, skip the second glass of wine or cocktail or bowl of ice cream three nights for the next week. Those tiny things matter. I've talked in the past about how it all adds up or you're the sum of what you do most often. And a lot of people think that these one-offs, right? I worked out three days last week, so I should be able to see really amazing results. No, it didn't take three days for you to get in the physical shape that you're in right now. So why do you expect it to take three days for you to change your physical shape and condition right now? You are going to have to be consistent in a lot of little things. It's not going to take, you know, three salads when you've been eating Burger King for the last nine years to undo what has been done. You have to pivot. You have to start to make the changes to see the changes. And I just love that idea of compromising and not surrendering. So every opportunity, every situation, whether good, bad, or otherwise, right? All of the mistakes you've made, all of the things that you did right, all of the things that maybe you missed the mark on have all been learning experiences. I want you to think about them that way instead of mistakes or wins. Um, You know, we talk a lot in like the fitness world about like non-scale victories. Um, What were your non-scale defeats and what can you learn from them? So if you had a month where you maybe didn't see progress or progress kind of went in the other direction, what happened? What was, what was the common denominator in your behavior throughout the month that led to that. Did you start to, I'm sorry, did you start to get a little lax with your diet? Did you start, you know, I call them BLTs, bites, licks, tastes throughout the day that maybe you weren't tracking, but you also, you know, were grabbing a handful of French fries or, you know, the rest of your kids goldfish or a couple scoops of ice cream, or, you know, you're making the peanut butter and jellies and you're licking the knife as you're smearing the peanut butter. You take a bite of everybody's, you know, whatever before you give it to them, which none of those, I want to be very clear, there's nothing wrong with those things, okay? We all do them. I am 1000% guilty of doing everything that I just listed almost every week. Like it's not unusual for me in the slightest. However, when I notice that the scale is starting to creep up, my pants are starting to get a little tired. I, um, you know, I feel a little more sluggish, just not as lean. I do a little self reflection. Am I actually eating and paying attention to the things that I should be? Am I consistently working out and challenging myself with workouts? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I drinking enough water? Am I walking the walk or am I just talking the talk? Because the, res- the, the proof is in the pudding. If you are doing the things that are necessary, you will see the changes. If you are not, don't expect to see change. Signing up for something, purchasing something, having a membership to something, you know, being a part of a Facebook accountability group, none of those things in and of themselves are going to do anything for your physical body. You have to do the things. You have to be the one picking up the fork poking the right food and putting it in your mouth and then putting the fork down when you've had enough. You have to be the one carving out the time every day to move your body intentionally for 30 minutes. You have to be the one saying no thank you to whatever so that you can get to sleep, 
so that you can be with your family. Like you have to do the things that it takes to see the results that you want. No one else is going to do it for you. And so where can you compromise versus surrender? Where can you be a little bit better? Where can you hack the system a little bit to set yourself up for success? If you are constantly finding at the end of the day that you are ravenously hungry and there's no way that you're gonna sit down and prepare a meal, you're just gonna swing through the drive-through and it happens all the time, start being on the offense, right? What is it that you need to have ready, prepared in your purse, in a lunch bag, in your fridge, in your pantry, in whatever, for you to have a better option so that you're not swinging through the drive-through, so that you're not reaching for another you know, 32 ounce latte extraordinaire or whatever. Do you need to have a couple protein shakes in your purse? Do you need to have a protein bar, you know, on your way home from work if you haven't eaten all day so that you have a little bit, you know, of fuel in the tank to stabilize your blood sugar, get you on the right track? Do you need to take some time at the beginning of the week and do a little bit of meal prep? And now there really is no excuse because there are so many companies or like, you know, options for food delivery. You can have pre-made meals delivered to your house that you just stack in your fridge that are ready to go. Like you literally just have to get a fork. Um, You can have groceries delivered so that you don't have to worry about, well, we don't have anything in the house. Um, You know, sit at work, place your delivery. They can drop it off on your front porch or you can swing through the parking lot and they put it in the backseat of your car. There really is no reason for the modern mother, wife, woman to not make better choices. But the fact of the matter is we're lazy. We're lazy and we don't like change. And unfortunately, we are also victims and, although I hate that word, that's not the right word, we are pawns maybe in an industry that is after your money. They want you to crave their products, right? Food is scientifically engineered nowadays to be addictive. You, there's a reason it's so hard to put down the treats, to put down the chips, to put down the cookies, to put down the bar, to put down the candy, to put down the ice cream, because they have modified it perfectly, intentionally, so that it's almost impossible to put them down and to stop because your body doesn't recognize half of those foods as anything they can do anything with. They're nutritionally void, but calorie packed. On the flip side, whole foods, not the store, but whole food (coughs) is exactly what your body knows what to do with. We've talked in the past about how food is information for the body and different foods give your body different information. So something like a potato chip versus an apple sends quite a different message to your body. You could eat 200 calories of apple and 200 calories of Pringles and your body is going to elicit a significantly different response. One is going to give you vitamins, minerals, water, fiber, right? The other is going to give you salt and fat and, ma- and carbs, 
and it's going to sit in your belly like a rock. You're going to not feel satisfied at all. It essentially dissolves in your mouth, so there's no roughage, there's no fiber, there's nothing to stabilize your blood sugar. You're going to get that quick hit, right? That dopamine hit from the salty, fatty crunch that is scientifically designed to elicit that response, right? It's like a drug. And you're going to want more and more and more. And then you're going to overconsume and feel icky. And so I want to encourage you, your body may push back a little bit. You may feel that, oh my gosh, the cravings are astronomical, but stick with it for a few days, right? Try it. Try eating protein with every meal, fruits and vegetables in abundance, lots of water. It's going to feel weird. There's going to be times where you're like, oh my gosh, I would give anything for a Snickers bar. And I'm not saying that you can never have a Snickers bar again, but if you've been having a Snickers bar every single day and feeling like crap, maybe it's time to change something up. If you've been eating white bread, cereal, pasta, drive through food, and Starbucks for the last three years, and you wonder why you sleep like crap, your mood is all over the place, you have brain fog, your clothes don't fit, you have no energy, your skin is, tear- is breaking out, maybe it's time to try something else. So instead of surrendering every time that you don't nail every single thing perfectly, compromise and learn from your, I don't even want to call them mistakes. Learn from your missteps, your shortcomings, right? Okay. I thought that I was going to be able to do this, 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 and this. I intended to do this, 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 and this, and I didn't. Why not? Why didn't that happen the way that it was supposed to? Now, obviously there are like unforeseen circumstances where it's like survival mode. Hopefully those are not like frequent. Um, but a lot of times it's just lack of preparation lack of intentionality, right? We are capable of so much more when than we think we are, you know, especially busy moms. I think a lot of us just think like, oh my gosh, I don't have any time in the day. Like everyone's on their own for dinner. Screw it. We'll just hit the drive-through again. No. Discipline leaks. I've talked about that in the past too, how when you do one thing well, you start to do other things well and it builds on itself. And like that that 1%, that compound interest thing. When you start building these healthy habits, you start building more confidence in yourself to be able to do more things well. So you're going to start to feel like, wow, I did get up and work out every day this week. I feel awesome. Like, I think I'm going to start like prepping some meals. Maybe I'll put something in the crock pot so that when we get home from work and school and practice today, like we have dinner made and I'm not feeling overwhelmed and rushed because I, I did what I said I was going to do today and it actually wasn't that hard. And you start to be able to do more, but you have to get the ball rolling. So many of us wait for someone else to come along and fix us. You're not broken. You're just lazy. (laughs) And I say that with as much love as I possibly can. So don't be offended, but at the very basic level, we're just lazy. I'm just going to get my kid whatever, whatever, instead of making them something at home because you don't want to do it at home. Now, again, hear me. There are caveats and one-offs and that is life, but a lot of us start to allow that to become our narrative when it doesn't actually need to be. So instead of surrendering every time things get a little wonky, 
I want you to take a breath and look at where you can learn, where you can compromise, where you can see that, oh, maybe I could um, do this, this, and this a little bit better or a little bit different and go from there. So just hopefully a little bit of encouragement and I always like to hear the, uh, like just hear it again, that you are capable of more than you think you are. You are not a victim of your circumstances. And too often we have told ourselves, we have come to believe that we are victims of our circumstances. I'm too busy, so I can't X, Y, Z. I'm too stressed, so I can't this, this, and this. My kids are doing too many activities, so I can't do this, this, and this. That's crap. There are people who are so busy and they do what they need to do to take care of their bodies and their mental health, their spiritual health, their physical health. They do the things that they need to do. You are capable of doing the things that you need to do. Okay. You are capable of carving out the time that you need to carve out. You are capable of taking a minute and planning out your meals and making sure that you actually have what you need available and on hand to do what it is that you need to do to eat how you need to eat, how you want to eat, right? A lot of times. So keep that in mind. Um, That you don't need to surrender. You can learn and you can, I like to say dodge and weave, right? Like, okay, woof, that was not what I expected. Pivot, get back on on track. Like I talk a lot about like staying in your lane. Um, Not as far as like boundaries are concerned, but get back in your lane. Like when you are driving and you notice yourself drifting over the median line, you drift over to the shoulder, no sane conscious driver is going to like let go of the wheel, floor it, and just drive into oncoming traffic or off the road. You're going to notice that you're drifting. You're going to like calmly in control, pull yourself back into the lane and continue towards your destination. So I want you to think about your health and fitness in the same way. We all drift. If you've never like hit a rumble strip on the side of the highway or noticed yourself like drifting across the road because you got a little distracted or tired or whatever, uh, you're like an anomaly because I think every driver has done that in at some point in their life. And if you're listening to this, chances are you didn't just crash into oncoming traffic or drive off the road, right? You, you redirected. And so think about your physical, spiritual, mental, emotional journey the same way. Don't surrender. Okay. Compromise where you need to and set yourself up for success. I would love to hear your feedback on this. So leave me a um, comment, review, Um, it just helps the podcast grow. I would really, really appreciate it. Um, if you could leave a rating and a review, share this with your friends and I will catch you on the next one.